yes. Yes, brands do matter. <laughs> That's how we're starting this one. We had to get a little, little bit clickbaity, admittedly, but I have a guest here, which is why there is a background of a park tool bike stand that apparently is older than anyone who's watching right now. Oh, Kevin, you got to turn that off. <laughs> you got to mute it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that's funny uh lucas knows who the guest is so so basically what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about uh why brands matter and why they also don't matter sometimes and kevin is going to build his new bike at the same time theoretically theoretically what do you mean theoretically we're working on something yeah well I don't know what that means, but uh, he's putting his bottom jacket in. What's up, Zach? What's up, Bike Bike Mechanic? What's up, Chris? What's up, Kevin? Your your buddy Lucas is in here. What's up, BNC BMX? So to start out, how long you think you're gonna be, Kevin? Oh, are you in? Now we're ready. You're in? You're in. Oh, look at that. That's the Nathan Williams kink. Can we see the help? Oh, look at the help. Look at the help. I like the phone on the front. So uh, let's talk about, first, let's talk about why brands uh, do matter so that anyone who's watching this and might be furious at the title cannot be too mad. <laughs> And the, the, you have a perfect example of one reason why. Why is that, Brent? Because uh, blackout and kink and all of that. Because of who people are. I need to flip myself. You got to flip over a little bit, I think. So there I'm, you go. I'm going to flip it. We're all right, though. Uh, well, weird, because there's a weird lag on the screen over right, here. Right, so yeah, like, yeah. Be in the past doing things that I'm going to be doing in the future. So, right. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to flip myself. Flip. There we go. All right. I'm mirrored, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> My shirt writing is backwards. So, uh, tell me why. Oh, look at that seat. Can we see that seat first? Yes. So, uh, oh my God, look at that post. So, Someone actually is commenting in here already says, well, it depends. There are certain brands such as We The People. Names do sometimes matter. I've had several cases where I've cracked We The Peoples, but brands such as Sunday are great brands. They have lifetime warranties, and they are definitely above every brand. And that's kind of the whole point of what we are going to get at, is that it's about the experience with the brand more than, uh, not more than, but equal to the product itself yeah sometimes it comes down to things as simple as customer service um just the way that you know the brand portrays themselves some people say it's the riders or it's the colorways or whatnot so i'm just kind of curious what everybody thinks as to why do you go after the brands that you do and you know chime in see what you say yeah I can't see and the and the whole like the whole reason this came up is because you 
we're building your bike and you're like, maybe we could live stream it. And then, uh, while we live stream it, I'll build my bike and we'll talk about something related to a bike. And, uh, this came up and I guess one other thing that is a great example of about why brands do matter is, uh, the technology on the bikes because not all brands offer the same or certain technology like like those integrated chain tensioners you've got on there that's a that's something that not all frames have even though it might be made in the same place you know it's it's a simple little thing that actually makes a huge difference gotta keep your back wheel where it's supposed to be yeah right uh so we got lots of people commenting in here. It says uh, it all comes from the same huge factories where I'm not going to say that gets to not jump out of the window. Okay. As someone said, also there's a lawsuit that Mafia used child labor to build their parts. I did not know that. Is that a thing? I don't know about I, that. How can you uh... even say? I mean... Who knows? Uh, I was gonna say there's a lot of brands do a lot of these do come out of the same factories. You know, I I doubt that every single brand has its own factory manufacturing frames for them. So. Right, and there's a huge difference too. Like, obviously, the the very obvious is brands do matter when it comes to American made versus anywhere else made because True. American made isn't even like part of this conversation because it's a completely different thing kind of I mean at the same time who's to say that an American welder is better is a better welder just because he's American we want to say that obviously but that's an objective thing not subjective I say, I'm just going to keep kind of like just meandering building here and stuff like that. I'll show you some cool stuff every once in a while. This stem is probably older than probably most of the kids on your live stream at this point. Get closer with that and explain the, the bring that back over here and sure. show, explain it because it's definitely really this cool. is about a 2005 Odyssey chock full of nuts. So it actually has... There are nuts inside. So instead of it threading into the stem, it's actually threading into a steel nut. And these crazy little ding-dongs here, that's for your gyro. <laughs> so do those nuts so come out? Nuts. Do those nuts What's come that? out of the stem? Like, can you replace they do those? Come out, so they are that's the cool. That's cool. Uh, someone in here called Bobby B says, Kevin usually uses child labor to build his bikes. <laughs> if I could use child labor to build my bikes, then I'd have a lot more free time on my hands. So <laughs> that's what you have kids for, right? Absolutely. <laughs> that's like the secret for having kids, is so you have someone to do things you don't want to do. Uh, also, did you know that pro riders for mongoose, their frames are made by Mike Mike Laird? Yeah, they did a run of. That's mongoose frames that were made by Laird that you could buy. Two That is many. pretty dope. That's a that's a brand that doesn't make pro level frames anymore, 
and to be supporting someone like Mike, um, that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. I think that has to do with, uh, what's his name? Yes. Shout out to Park Tool. What's his name that works for Mongoose? I can't remember. Um, great. You're just totally blanking right now. I Bow-legged. know. Yeah. Uh, Lee Ramsdale. Yes. That's probably something to yes. do with him. Sorry. Yeah. More than likely. Which is, which is okay. That's awesome. He's supporting American-made things. Oh, and that's another reason, like, that's another reason why brands matter. Because, yes, a lot of stuff might come from the same place, but there's different people getting you that stuff with different, like, guarantees behind those products. Just like someone said about Sunday, you get lifetime warranties on stuff that might be made near the same place or in, at least in the same country as stuff that you don't get any warranty on. And I think you proved in your video where you bought a bunch of stuff off of Wish yeah. that, you know, completely unbranded stuff or just rando stuff like that, you know, there is some validity to brands. Oh, absolutely. And who knows? That stuff could have been made in the same place as some other stuff that's the exact same thing, but from a real BMX brand. And I feel like the reason that I wanted to talk about this stuff is because no one wants to talk about this stuff. And it's like, why? Brands are important. Oh. Now you got me thinking if I have all the stuff I actually need to build my bike here. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we might have to take a break. Uh, the only br- okay, I'm not going to talk about bad things with specific brands. Uh, everyone should ride brakes. I agree with that statement. I do as well. Uh, I didn't see the video uh, of Tall Order getting their frames made in Taiwan, but that sounds interesting. Kevin, what is that weird thing that you're putting on your fork? What is that? I feel like no one knows what that is. That's a front break, people. Uh, Anyways, mid-school 90s era, every company was innovating. Today, all brands are just copying each other. Every bike build I see looks the same. Well, there's kind of a reason for that, and it's that we've almost, like, I mean, I wouldn't say we've reached, like, what the best BMX bike could be, because obviously we don't know what else could be invented, but at the same time, it's pretty agreed upon what we think the best is, and right now it's kind of hard for companies to go outside of that box and spend tons and tons of money it's outrageously expensive to prototype things and build molds and all this stuff so it's like it's hard for companies to do that if we're in a place where like they say the industry isn't doing as well as far as sales go do you want an example of some of that kind of craziness brand where we know that this works nowadays but Back in the like late nineties, things were kind of like the wild west. I have yeah. an example if you want one. Yeah, right, absolutely. I can give you an example and then I leave. 
<laughs> oh, he's going to get something. Duh. Oh my gosh. Look at that compared to the bike you have behind you. It's a it's about eight and a half pounds, Brent. How are you holding that up? <laughs> uh, tubes are close to two inches. Uh, inching a quarter head tube with shims for inch and an eighth or one inch. Wow. Got mounts for your pegs. Dude, so oh, that's yeah. mounts for pegs aside from your wheel, not even on your axle. So, so what yeah. was going on when this was being a thing? Is this at the time where they were just beefing everything up, almost like just immensely, immensely overbuilt? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is crazy. Doctor, somebody called Doctor Wax says, "Wait, are you together?" <laughs> no, we're not together. I'm in Ohio. Actually, we should have said that already. I'm in Ohio. Kevin's all the way in Buffalo, New York right now. Through the magic of the internet. Yeah. Someone says, the literally the only reason Sunday won't drop a Soundwave V4 is because they have already perfected the Soundwave. And unless they come across some groundbreaking technology, there will be no V4. I agree and I disagree at the same time because the changes to the V2 to the V3 are kind of like to keep up with the times in BMX. They shortened the rear end and made a taller head tube on it, which is like kind of a trend right now. So the next trend like that, they're going to have to modify it a little bit to sell bike to sell it. So there will probably be a V4, but it probably won't be a ton different. See, there's a lot of extra work when you have brakes. you got to put a lot more parts on. Yeah. If you were a brakeless, brakeless rider, you'd probably be done by now. You have a really good pace going here, though. It takes me hours to put a bike together. Uh, let's see. Set up. Mid-school overbuilt awesomeness. Right. Someone says they have a twin top tube Morales frame. Yes, I got one of those floating around here somewhere too. Oh my gosh. That was a little all. more sensible, but uh, still pretty wild. That's so awesome. Uh, greetings from Dublin, Ohio, New York for the win. Titanium is the new hotness. Hotness. I don't think Brand. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like I. I rode BK's bike and it was like, it was too light. It just felt like I couldn't control it. Obviously you can get used to anything, but like, I don't know. It just felt like it was, I needed more substance there. Metal pegs, Brent? For the win. For the win. I got a, I got a headset spacer if you need it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, someone says, I don't think brand names matter anymore considering Giant makes 85% of frames. A lot of people vouch for American-made frame slash parts, but that doesn't mean the quality is any better. Interesting. <laughs> Who needs a sound wave when you have a street sweeper? That's funny. Spooky Dave are passionate about what they do, and their quality shows it. Which is exactly why brands matter. That's why you're building a kink bike right now with Odyssey forks on it. Because the forks are 
those are the best front brake forks you can get and you support kink yeah and also there's like four companies that make front brake forks at this point so true i think it's like colony odyssey a couple of flatland companies That's right about it. i think you can get some s&m ones but it'd probably cost a lot because i doubt that they're like production Holy cow, Kevin, we have 38 people what? in here. Woo! I know, that's the most I've ever had in here. You guys are rad. I think I'm more popular, more popular than Montana Ricky. That's you are, by like 20 people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, don't leave. Don't make the number go down. 39, let's hit 50. Let's hit 50. Share the stream with your friends. That's why FBM is so expensive. American made. Pitchforks with mounts, yes. I hope 48 hole will have a comeback. Also, 14 millimeter front axles. I doubt that that will happen because Bone Death did make 48 hole rims and hubs, and that's it. Didn't happen. Creates <laughs> fronts are so good nowadays that you don't need a 14 mil in the front anymore. Right. Exactly. The technology is basically made up for the metal. So. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see. Standard makes a front fork. Yeah, if you can get it. Uh, let's see. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. I can't remember anymore. Matt says, let's hit 50. No old jokes. Bring back it's raining over here. I hope the power doesn't go out. Oh my gosh. If you just disappear, that would be kind of funny, but suck at the same time. Look at you. What kind of bars are those? It is thundering and lightning. I just heard it. Awesome. That was loud. Uh, what kind of bars are those? These are the Williams bars. Hang on. Oh, he's got the so, Williams frame help bars. bars. Help frame. <laughs> got to stay on brand, so, you know. Right, because <laughs> brands matter. Well, really? The reason it matters to me, or whatever it matters, um, the guys over at Kink and a Blackout, they take good care of me. They are always there when I need stuff. Their warranty is great. Their customer service is outstanding, and that makes a difference. Um, but I know that I can call them at the last minute and get something, and they take care of my customers. That matters to me. See? Another reason that brands matter. Um, let's see. S&M and Odyssey Forks with front brake mounts are about the same in price. Odyssey has lifetime warranty. I rolled F25. That is a good point. And, and why do you think that American companies don't have the lifetime warranties that these other companies have? Is it because it costs more to make their frames? I wonder. I know that you can obviously like one-on-one -on -one contact a company and they'll do more for you than if you like put them on blast on the internet. But but I wonder if there's a reason and it's to do with just obviously it costs more to build a bike in America. It's an interesting thought. Let's see. Uh someone asked 
what the, our thoughts are on the reissue of the Hamilton Federal Frame. That's pretty badass. I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. Like, I did that stream of asking if older riders are like underrepresented or ignored in BMX, and that frame is a pretty good reason, or not reason, a pretty good uh, answer from BMX to that question. Obviously, he's a legend, so it's sort of different, but still. But it's not a mass-produced frame either. It's a, it's a little bit more niche. Yeah. Someone says they stand by their product and don't believe it needs a warranty. I don't know, man. Chromali is chromali, and welding is welding. Anything can break. Except for that Morales frame that you held up. <laughs> yeah, I think that thing is new pretty much, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get the Hamilton frame, Chris. Holy crap, we're at 45 people in here. This is crazy. Uh, you are twice as many. Twice as many people as whenever I streamed the other night. It could be the subject matter. I'm not sure. Or it could be this beautiful bike that you're building. Trying to build this and keep everything visual and not stare at the camera. Well, look at how much work you put into the background and making it look good and your product placement of your kink box. Not on the payroll, so, you know. Yeah. You even got yellow. Which is like the other, like, isn't yellow part of the theme for Nathan's stuff? Uh, that's some subtle branding there, sir. Oh my goodness, you did a good job. <laughs> no, Hawkeye, you shouldn't leave. It just, uh, what? It also just happens to be what I had, like, in the garage, and it just, it worked, so. It's awesome. Someone says, my guess. It's all set up in about, like, 10 minutes less. You did a good job. You did a really good job. Um, someone said, my guess is so they can sell more bikes. I'm rolling the 2018 Fit Hoodbird. No lifetime warranty, but I bought it for the geometry. I don't know. It's an interesting thought. And who's, who's the rider for, uh, for Fit that has the Hoodbird? Morgan Long. The Morgan Long? Okay. Yeah. How much of an influence to whoever wrote that question, how much of an influence was it to you that it was his bike? That is a curious one. Jason Dubois, let us know. Uh, let's hey, Trevor. Uh, Trevor from Buffalo, are you on Are you on the stream? Matt's PR, in here. Let us know. Matt's in here. Uh, Mark's in here. Tell Kevin he's doing it wrong. Let's see. Uh, Jason, he says that the fact that it was Morgan's frame had no influence on his uh, choice to buy it. So that's a good that's a good question then for these guys. Is um, does it matter? Do the riders matter? Is it that's part does of the that brand influence? Yeah, that's part of the brand. Yeah, is that influence your perception of the brand? So that is a very good question. Does the Obviously, that's kind of the whole point of a rider. 
being like riding for a company, being part of the brand and helping them sell bright bikes, which should make it matter. But I'm curious because like this guy bought the Hoodbird without any influence from Morgan Long. But I feel like there's also a lot of people who buy things because of other people's influence. I was gonna say it may sound kind of silly, but it's like the merit stuff. Because I know Ricky and he's a cool dude has helped me out running merit tires, merit grips. Yeah. Um, I like the feel on top of the fact that they're Charlie Crumbs grips. Um, and he's from Buffalo. He's <laughs> local around here. He's from Buffalo, so. I may have taught him a thing or two. You never know. So. Oh, and he will claim you. He he will claim you as his elder. Uh, Pretty much as his dad. Trevor from Niagara Falls. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, is he on? Yep. Trevor Bradley. Shout out yeah, to Trevor Bradley. Uh, someone says, the riders do matter. Trevor took a nasty skill over the weekend. What? Trevor took a nasty spill over the weekend. His jaw's kind of busted up, so... Uh-oh. Give him some love. Send Trevor some love, everybody. Uh, someone says, The riders do matter very much, but the parts, such as the difference between certain Odyssey forks, I've heard they can help you nose manual better. So people take geometry into account more than they would a rider, which is a really good point. Like, certain riders have signature frames with their geometry on them, and I'd be curious to hear if people choose a frame more because of the rider and the fact that they like them or because the geometry matches what they want. It's a very, very interesting thought. A lot of people love Sunday in here. What? Trying to work around a table here, so this is weird. It's okay. I flip myself around too so you can work on the rear end. Today's geo toggle bars and short back end equals loop out magnet. <laughs> Matt Ray's parts are sweet. The riders matters and to me if they can't break the parts, etc., we shouldn't be able to. That's kind of a good point. kind of guilty of that i did buy some jake seeley signature bars i don't think it's anything to be guilty of guilty sounds negative being excited about a rider and wanting to support their signature product is definitely a good thing you want to talk about a, a signature product jim c pedals oh Best. shout out to jim c Jim C is rad. Uh, let's see. What all are you putting on here? I haven't really done too much of the bike check part of this. We're at 46 people. Can we get to 50? That would be crazy. Come uh, You know you want to. It would be cool. Uh, let's see. Someone says they have an AK frame. Watch those shins with those pedals. You're a pad guy, right? Yes, sir. Me too. What sprocket is that? That's a Kink Eastman. Made it up with a set of pillars. It's a guard sprocket. How many teeth? Guard sprocket. Pillar cranks are great for all the huge drops I do. So. 
You, you know did. my writing, you know that's a joke. So. <laughs> All those 20 stair gaps you're doing. True. I tend to land on my stuff sideways a lot, so... Which will bend I get them credit for not bending or landed on the way they're not supposed to. That will bend things. Uh, someone says, I chose my frame based off the guy at Eastern went beyond and answered a lot of my questions. My first new frame in 10 years. It's a good point. And that's part of the brand. People going out of their way to answer questions and whatnot. Bring back big sprockets. So, so now we're at a point where... We've, we're 30 minutes in. Anyone who's watching this still is in it deep. And I want to hear their thoughts in the comments. And I want to potentially, like, let's talk about some of the reasons why maybe brands don't matter. Or if there's any reasons that they might not matter. And I think that a lot of brands in that statement, a lot of big brands, there aren't any reasons why they might not. Like, the brand part of it might not matter. Hey, kids, you want to be able to get your uh, cranks apart in the future? You grease them, okay? <laughs> I ask a question, and Kevin's like, I don't want to answer that. You definitely got to grease cranks, people. Let's see. Kevin builds bike fast. Anthony Sorrentino says, I chose my frame because my brother and Kevin like to buy parts. <laughs> Shout out to I like Tommy. that your brother spends money. Yeah, right. Someone said 49. I see 46. We are almost at 50, I guess. Too many brands. Everybody and... tell one everybody tell one friend and add them in. Right. There you go. Boom. Done. Boom. Boom. All the way to a hundred that fast. My wife buys my parts. You can't beat that. That's awesome. Uh, too many brands in this small saturated market riders aren't getting paid well that's a totally another conversation I guess we're at 50 they say we're at 50 I see 48 so I'm going off what they say that's awesome thank you all for hanging out with us this is a fun fun time and Kevin is building his bike so freaking fast The brand matters depending on the rider's preference and availability of parts that fit the rider. Let's, ooh, Kevin, do you know the answer to this? How much do pro riders get for each signature frame sold? That is a really good question. I was always kind of curious to that myself. I don't know. I don't know either. That would be, I mean, I suppose if you're somebody that's at the top of their game, you're probably getting a bit more, but yeah, most of these guys that are living the pro-life and doing well tend to have multiple sponsors. Right. Um, those energy drinks seem to pay out. So. Right. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting question. I don't know the answer to that one. I think that that's another one of those subjects that like isn't talked about in BMX at all. Someone Might says, be a good subject for his live stream. 
Yeah, well, I don't have, where do you get that information? Maybe I could get someone else to get on here with me who has that information. Uh, I let's feel like see. That, it's a best kept secret in the industry. Right. You know? No one wants to talk about it. Right. Uh, someone says, personally, I think that brands matter because when it comes to a point that cinema rims get to as durable as Odyssey rims, then they are even so at the point it's all down to just which sticker that it's no secret that there are a lot of parts that are just a logo change and you can see that very obviously on those parts speaking of cinema <laughs> let's see Someone donated $5 and said BMX riders care too much on the pros. And we're at 50 on my screen. Thank you all. And thank you, Kevin Jackson, for that $50 donation. Shout out to Park Tool. Shout out to Park Tools. Shout out to Park Tool. Yo, Kevin, we can be... Oh, I hope I can... I hope I don't take too long to do this. What? (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I got too much junk over here. There it is. There it is. (laughs) There's my shout out to Mark Tool right there. Uh, Let's see. G-Sport rims are expensive, but worth it. Yes, Rant is in the same factory as Shadow and Sabrosa Sparkies. It's basically the mission to kink or the salt to weave the people. Is the difference in price between the signature frame and the team frames? I'm not sure what you're asking with that one. You were just mentioning like brands and sub-brands? Yeah. Because a lot of times brands will have a more affordable, like entry level brand beneath them. Like you said, like Mission for King, Rand yep. Sabrosa. Yep. Where you get some of that cool technology that filters down um, without paying the price. But some of them are much simpler products, like pinned rims instead of welded. Yep. Little things like that, you know, lack of heat treating. So. You know what? I'm going to have to make a video about the differences in rims and things because pinned versus welded is actually kind of a big deal. And I think people don't quite see that whenever they're buying a rim and they're like, oh, this one's really cheap. It's like, yes, because it's pinned and it's not welded and you need to know that when you buy it. It's an interesting conversation. Let's see. What's your thoughts on the OG BMX companies? I know a lot of people express disdain towards DK, GT, Haro, Mongoose, etc. Do you think the hate is warranted? I feel like there's not near as much as there was. I guess what do you mean by hate? Like, do you mean like when DK went to Walmart? I feel like maybe just like general acceptance of the companies might be what they're talking about. That might be a good, good thought. And while you're thinking about this, someone says proof brand names matter. 
who here rides mafia bikes parts? I think if you give them a shout out and tag them or something like that, right? Now, is that how that works? I have no idea. It's just funny. Uh, let's see. What are your thoughts on the company Black Label? Isn't Black Label more of like mountain bike or something? Wasn't that, uh, wasn't that like the Miraco sub-brand or no? I have no idea. I think a lot of their bikes were outfitted with Black Label. Again, just a lot of the sub-brand stuff seems to be more your catalog parts where yeah. basic rim mm -hmm. in, in X color, you know? Yep. And that's so that it can be affordable for people. And it's not like those, those parts and those companies aren't trying to be their better half company. You know, they're out there meant to be the affordable company. Yes. Someone says black label is the Miraco sub label. Price, quality of parts, warranty on the parts, and overall performance all come into play when determining if brands matter. I mean, there's no doubt about it that brands do matter. And and I would also argue that uh, a brand not mattering, or in a situation where a brand name wouldn't matter, is a reason why brands matter in itself. I guess if you were just riding your bike down the sidewalk, it wouldn't matter. Right. But when you're trusting this machine to trusting it with your life, basically, because a lot can go wrong, it matters. Uh, let's see. I would ride Mafia, but it would be standard with a Mafia sticker. Oh, uh, let's see. I What about, have you heard of Black Ops? Black Ops makes a lot of stuff for all kinds of cycling. Yeah. It's just a, a catalog kind of brand. Interesting. Makes stuff for mountain bikes, for BMX, for a little bit of everything, so. Gotcha, okay. Someone was asking. Um, cool name, though. It is a cool name. It's a very cool name. I just know of them because the... There's a bike shop somewhat locally to me that has some Black Ops stuff in there. Getting a lot of good shots at the top of my head here today. Thanks. Yeah. Just want to show off so you can become a hair model. Yeah, just uh, remember, don't use your good cable cutters to cut things like zip ties and whatnot. Use your old worn-out pair. So. <laughs> Let's hear about your bike stand. I, got, I said something yeah. about it, but you know more than I do. Yeah, um... I don't know if it can tilt it a little bit, but this beast is probably older than everybody on this live stream possibly put together. Um, it has this huge steel base that weighs about like 60 pounds and was in a local bike shop probably since maybe the 70s, wow. maybe 80s. I'm not exactly sure, but it's a beast. <laughs> yeah, Park Tool's been around for quite a long time. This is not a portable stand. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Well, I mean, I guess it's portable, just not easily. <laughs> True. Yep. You're killing it right now. Like, you're almost done. 
I managed to send that cable down the fork leg, so I'll be honest, it's not going to be 100% done because I see some ugliness that I'm going to have to fix that oh, definitely. will require uh, some off-camera time. But but it looks like a bike already. It's awesome. It does. Uh, like I said, if we didn't have brakes, we'd be, we would have been done 20 minutes ago. Right, right. You know, you're talking about brands, brands and do they matter in innovations and stuff. This is such a little thing. The but spinning, yes, I know what you're talking about. The spinning little barrel on here where it just keeps it from binding. Yes. So simple, yet really cool. It is a really cool thing. Let's see. Cult has been a good company for me. It seems like Cult is killing it on all levels right now. I think they, they're the the chosen company of right now, and they're kind of doing a lot of stuff right. Kink is the exact same way, though. Kink's been doing a lot. They've, they've stepped up their game quite a bit, sponsoring some really good dudes, yeah. putting out some good content, making some pretty sweet uh, apparel as well. So. <laughs> I just Maybe think I'll send you some more. <laughs> whenever, uh, whenever you talk about this whole downtrend in the uh, industry right now, it just shows the companies that are doing stuff like this and cult and just everyone who's killing it in BMX right now is in it for BMX. They're not in it for the uh, the cheap bikes that are making up the stats that tell people that the industry's doing bad. Because apparently I learned yesterday that when it comes to the numbers and whatnot, the numbers that reflect most of the sales are the lower end complete bikes. Apparently. Let's see. Who makes that brake cable? Is it linear? It's a kink it cable. It is linear. Linear cable. Isn't uh, linear the, cable just the name, though? Linear linear is... I don't know if you can see this or not. It's the little but, wires. I know that. Yeah. But the wires like, actually, they run... Google it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. But traditional <laughs> wire has a is a spool. Yeah. Like, like a coil. This, they all run, like, in the same direction as the cable itself. Yep. Makes it a bit stiffer. If you Google it, it'll give you the image. I have, the, I have the coil cables on my bike right now. I feel like my brakes might be suffering. So, let's see. What else we got in here? Trevor says, Cult is a great brand for frames. I used to prefer longer and lower frames, but I recently got comfortable with my 20.5 Sabrosa. Let them. I own a Cult Butter V1 and a Cult Death Row V2. It's kind of just a uh, shout out to Cult, I guess. I How much? What? No, you're good. I said, how, how much do the names of frames matter? Like, you know, would it change your mind if you were riding, you know, a, a help frame as opposed to a death row or something like oh, that? Oh, you know that the, the LTF and the LAF from uh, S&M, you know that helped sell those frames. <laughs> oh, you know it did, especially in that era. The, the do, you know where that, uh, do you know where that stemmed from, though? Like the, 
the, the AF in those frames? No, I just know what people said it meant. It's so. just ginger ale. You're good. So beautiful. Um, S and M had a frame that came out that had the standing platform. Okay. It was called the heavy as yes F. So to keep your live stream clean. But uh, then the the light AF and stuff like yes. that came out, which was basically like the antithesis to that, like 15, 20 years later. So. Gotcha. Okay. So it was the exact same concept, just a long time after. I understand. Kevin, you are almost done. Holy cow. Looks pretty tight. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not building this waiting for this moment. You're right. Someone says no one wants to ride a frame called the Grim Reaper. I mean, in regards to names, that is kind of a scary name. <laughs> yeah, but everybody wanted that light, light frame. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The name didn't matter at the time when that came out, but man, that that's kind of a scary name when you think about it. Bring back the war pig frame, the widowmaker. Is that Trevor? Uh, no. <laughs> or the death trap. There there was a frame called the death trap. Yes. Jeez. You're asking for trouble whenever you ride something that has that in the name. Ugh. I believe in bad juju, man. I bought a DKSOB because of the name. Alan Winkleman. Rest in peace. Right. Volume Death Wish frame. What is it with BMX frames and names that are, have to do with just getting hurt and dying? Does anyone like Total? I, a lot of people like Total. They were the, the most popular, like, everyone had a Total at one point in time, like... Where you'd go to, I'd go to Ray's and there'd be tons of them everywhere. Uh, let's see. The Grim Reaper cracking was blown way out of proportion. Everybody had a friend of a friend who knew someone who cracked it. BS in my opinion. I would agree that that was definitely uh, a pretty blown out of proportion thing uh kevin do you know who i'm talking about when i say my friend brian you do tabletops yeah i've got a friend that had a friend that broke a frame yeah no my my buddy brian he always his like thing with the grim reaper is that that is the only frame he's ever had except for the one he has now that he didn't break I've got an old Mosh four-star frame sitting around 21 inch. My neighbor who got me into riding bikes way back in the day, not that far back in the day, but he had a Mosh bike when we didn't even know what that meant. Uh, Tony says, does, does it, 
Sorrentino, does he prefer Anthony or Tony? Either way. Okay, well, Tony says to remind you to make sure the brake spring is in place. Remember that? When we were at race? I did not hear you. He said to remind you that to make sure that the brake spring is in place. In what was that, place. Brent? Tony wanted Uh-oh. me to remind you to make sure the brake spring was in place. Make sure the brakes are tight. Spring is in place. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, let's see. Funny story. My friend had a stolen bike co frame and got stopped by a cop and was asked what the bike was in which he replied, it's a stolen bike. And he had to scratch the paint off the sticker. Oh. Wow, someone says, my first bike was a Poverty Buck 99 Complete. Sweet. That's crazy. I don't even know what that is. That's how old that is. Poverty Buck 99s were repainted Specialized Vegases. Interesting. Idiot. What's that? Uh, I ran my front brake cable wrong. On the wrong side? No, just the nubbly nub was wrong. Oops. This little doohickey that basically... Easy fix? Yeah. Good. Just too busy yakking, so... Sorry. Yeah, it's... The Slayer Sabrosa frame. Wait. Dollar hundred ninety-nine. I'm so confused. That frame was only $199. That's why it had that name. The complete bike was $199, Brent. What? Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait. I might actually have something. What? $200 for... I mean, I guess there's bikes that are $250 now. So that does kind of make sense. Hang on a second. We've got a 2003 dance comp here. Let me look it up for you. There it is. I don't know. Tell me if you can see this. Is that, is that coming through? Whoa. I can see it. You're covering yeah, poverty, the price. Poverty buck 99. It, uh, there it is. It fully gusset, focused. That is gusset, so cool. Gusseted head tube. Um... Inch and an eighth. No mention of what it's made out of. Yeah, what are uh, the so features? The, seats, the features are uh, two-piece bars. It has grips. Uh, has a seat post clamp. Detangler. Three-piece cranks. Solid chain wheel. 48-hole rims. Alloy hubs. Three-eighths axles. Maxis holy rollers. 20-inch top tube. At a mere 32 pounds. Wow. That's funny that those are what's written as the features. What's on the cover of that? Uh, This one here. Dang, that's so sick. Early holiday 2003. They list the weights of the bikes in here. uh, In no particular order. Uh, 34 pounds, 34 and a half pounds. Jeez. Uh, 35. Today, it's 10 pounds lighter than that. 
S and M complete. Uh, you could get complete S and M dirt bikes. Wow. That's complete awesome. bikes, six hundred bucks. What's a frame cost in there? Top of the line frame. This just frame. turned into a Dan's comp catalog review from two thousand three. Okay, let's see. Could be a good video. Ooh, ooh, an S and M Behringer, like uh, our good buddy, three hundred nineteen dollars. So frames really haven't went up crazy amounts in price. But let's let's go to the opposite end of the scale and see what. Uh, See what else you get a Huffy TL88, which was a Todd Lyons, okay, for $59.99. Whoa, how much is that Pantera? Uh, the Fly Pantera, yeah, uh, 269 bucks. So, I mean, they've gotten more expensive, but not that's 13. No, that's wow, that's 16 years that's ago. That's a long time ago. That's 16 I'll be right back. years ago. So bikes, these guys yeah, I got you. So bikes have, haven't went up that much in price in the last 16 years. At least the frames haven't. Look at this background. Look at this bike. Kink, Nathan Williams signature, and bars. Rad. My We the People was 14 pounds lighter than my Huffy Super Deluxe 40 pounds. That's crazy. They haven't gotten expensive enough, honestly. I think that companies are eating a lot of the cost or have eaten a lot of the cost through the years to try and keep prices down. Look at MTB. That's true. What's up? Coming up Kevin? on an hour. Pretty good, Brant. Yeah, are we good? Is it over? Are you to the point where you're going to do the specifics? You want me to do like a quick rundown? or? What yeah, are... give us a rundown on your bike. But come to the other side of it because you can't see that part. Right. Okay. Let's give it a quick rundown from front to back. That works. There we go. So, all right, we already know we're dealing with a King Nathan Williams frame, the new help, which is pretty awesome. Uh, steep head tube, tight back end, should be a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, the Williams bars, Odyssey, chock full of nuts, 2005-ish, give or take, for the stem. Merritt Charlie grips, kink restrained levers, all kink cables, desist brakes from kink. Rolling on a cinema front hub with guards, mission spokes, kink brawler rims, merit tires, kink OG pegs. I went a little bit longer this time. Gonna see. Oh, it's what gonna help. It's gonna help. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how well they slide on the side. That's the key. So oh, they seem yeah, a little yeah. thicker. They might hold up better. So right. Uh, kink stealth pivotal. No access patch on the top. It actually all goes up through the underneath here, which is pretty cool. Uh, made it to a kink self-pivotal seat. So basically there's this little access hole right here. Yep. And that's where you tighten your seat. Yep. So boom, just like that. And I do um, not condone the use of those Allen wrenches. Shout out to Paul. I <laughs> Little tiny 
tiny thing that actually makes is pretty cool. It's a kink master bolt. What is um, this? It is a five and a six millimeter. What? So you can use. It's just kind of neat. So, is it similar to like the um, Odyssey top cap? How it's an eight and a six? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's broached for both. So whatever you happen to be carrying with you, you're good. That's cool. Um, Drivetrain, Kink Pillars, Kink Eastman, Odyssey, OG PCs, but let's be real. JCPC. JCPCs. <laughs> You're from Buffalo. That's one of the modifications that. that I have to make when uh, we get off of here is I need to take the pins on the left pedal and remove them all from one side so I've got a pedal grind side and then run double pins up on the top portion so my foot stays planted. Um, move into the back. Back brakes, of course. Um, rolling on a Odyssey Clutch V2. Um, love the V1. Got the V2. Um, Mission Hubguard. Same rim and tire as the front. Same pegs. And a Cinema Chain. Boom, there it is. Done. Nice. Barins. So, the ones that came with uh, it? Parins. Odyssey, Odyssey ah. Parins because they slide real good. So There you go. And I know that's kind of a weird request for bar ends, but if you follow my Instagram, you'll know why. So. Yeah. And uh, another way they can see some riding from you is to check out the rider spotlight because Kevin was actually featured when Montana Ricky did the uh, Respect Your Elders rider spotlight that we did. And also that Brant Moore seems to have some videos out there too that uh, you might be able to see him on a bike occasionally. So. Yeah, well, they know where to find me. Awesome. You psyched on it? So what's different? Super dope. Can't wait. What's how, that? how different is the geometry and things on that bike than what you were riding? Tighter. I had a, a Titan two, so the back end is a bit snugger. Uh -huh. The front end is a little bit steeper. Bars are a little bit higher. Just like slight tweaks, um, nothing crazy drastically different. Yeah. Um, the bars are a bit higher, but I run a drop stem anyway, so uh -huh. it should be a pretty natural progression. So awesome. What rise on the bars? Yeah, a little bit more rise. Someone asked what they are. They are the Nathan Williams help bars. Oh, I meant the rise. They asked which rise they are. Oh. Uh, they are 9.25, gotcha. 29 inches wide, 11 degree back sweep, 1.5 up sweep. Interesting, a 0.5 in there on that. That's interesting. 13 butted, true therm, post weld heat treated. Got it. Ha! Well, we're coming up on uh, an hour here. We still have 42 people in here. You guys are all awesome. Cheers with the ginger ale. Are you are you satisfied, Kevin? Should we give a uh, summary that brands do matter and why? I think it matters. Um, it all depends on what brands you like. Do you like the riders? Do you like the experiences that you've had with those brands? Um, do you trust them? And you know, a lot of brands can build trust by putting out a good product, but then also standing behind it as well. So absolutely. That's kind of my two cents on it. And there's a plethora of other reasons that brands do matter, including the reason I thought of earlier that 
certain brands not or certain situations where brands not might not matter is a reason that brands matter. <laughs> so with that being said, we literally just hit an hour. So I'm going to wrap this stream up. If you guys are sticking with us to the end of this, let us know in the comments below. Follow Kevin on Instagram at M-I-S-C Kev or Kevin. Basically miscellaneous, Kevin. Yep. So M-I-S-C-Kev. And we'll see you tomorrow in a fun video that I have where I interviewed Joe from the BMX in our blood. Thanks a lot, Brent. I appreciate it. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll see you guys in the next video. And if you're new, hit the subscribe button. Follow Kevin on Instagram. And we'll see you there. Goodbye.